2: to episode 126 of the in kicks we trust podcast i am here with four-fifths of the in kicks we trust team Kev, how's it going
1: what is going on everyone
2: Collie, how's it going
3: i have no idea actually how it's going i mean pretty good right then i guess uh, i'm back at the gym that's good you know and the thing about being back at the gym i was away for about a week and uh i did not lose any strength i'm straight back where i should be so i think those ea's are working
2: I don't even think a week really counts as being out of the gym. I just consider that being busy.
3: Yeah, that's out of the gym, though. I mean, You're only allowed yeah. to take one day or two days off. A week consistent? No.
2: I mean, you're not going to lose strength over a week. Over, like, three, four weeks, you might start to... I, but I have before. Clients. Well, not
0: anymore. You're swole now, colleague. No, I'm not. <laughs> Juan, how's it going? What's up, y'all? Um, I can't really say the whole time, but I have to jump on because of our guests. Don't wanna spoil his intro, so I really love his content. I'm not gonna say his name until we let Trev introduce him. But yeah, I know you're you're watching. Love the content all day, man. I follow it.
2: So yes, we do have a guest with us. We are joined by one third of the Hicks at the Castle podcast. We're joined by John, aka Weekends with Walt. I've been following John for a while now. Um if you follow me, you you will see in the summer I do golf course flexes. So you can thank John and who else is it? Uh Grip, Grip your, soul, your Soul Carlos yep, and Carlos. uh Eli Falsey. So you can you can thank me, right. you, can th- you can thank these guys for making me think about my sneaker footwear when I'm on the golf course. But I've been following John for a long time. He's a homie of ours. I love chatting with him. So yeah, John, we're excited to get you on here. Thanks for hopping on with us.
4: Hey man, thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here.
2: Yeah, man, we're we're really excited to get you on. I, I'm excited personally. It's, it's golf season coming up. I want to talk about what your golf footwear is like, and uh, I want to get into the kicks of the castle because I think it's I think that's such a unique thing that I just I never thought was a thing. And when you talk to me sometimes about your numbers, I'm like, that's insane. There's that many people that are into Disney and sneakers. So we'll, we'll,
4: we'll get and you know that. what's so funny is it's it's a lot of it's West Coast. Like Disneyland is much more so than Disney World, although. I was in Disney World last week. You know, I, I saw the new white cement threes out there. I saw some lost and founds. There's some heat out there, but you know, you go to go to Disneyland, man, you have Travis Scott's all day. There's you <laughs> know multiple pairs. Now I don't know if they're real or not. I don't I'm not the guy that goes and legit checks that, but I'm <laughs> telling you, when you see when you see that many pairs, you wonder if they're all real. That's a good point. <laughs>
2: that is a very good point. It's interesting though, it, it's very interesting that there's like this, this it, it feels like a very niche thing, but it but it, but it's not, I guess, so it, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to talk about that a little bit, but yeah, thanks for joining us, man, we appreciate it.
4: Oh, glad to be here.
2: Awesome. So we'll get it started like we usually do with our weekly wares and pickups, so Kev, you get to begin.
1: Alright, so, Rock Air Max 1 Concepts Pack, the Mellow Pair, I went to that Raptors play-in game, Unfortunately,
2: we... My condolences. uh,
1: Yeah, right? Not going to speak too much about that, but the footwear, I busted out that New Balance 997 championship pack in hopes that we'd make it into the playoffs and have some sort of a magical run. No, that did not happen. So, I rocked those. I also rocked the Cool Grey 3s, the OG pair. So, the bubble's getting cloudy on that. think it might be on the verge of crumbling soon. So had to take those out for a spin, get a few more wares in. Other than that, I rocked my Sean Wotherspoons. I also rock. We went to the Parlor 23 shootout uh, event on Saturday. I pulled out the SP Dunk High MF Dooms. Also, rocked Alma Jordan 3s. We had some shitty weather in terms of rain. So, you know, me, I busted out that rain pair, the Air Max 1 Reptile pair. And then today, I rocked the Crepe Hemp Air Max 1s. So, that was my wares for the week. And in terms of pickups, so shout out to Juan, actually. He actually copped this for me a while ago. I was on the hunt for that Supreme box logo charcoal hoodie from 2021, I think it was, from 2021. So Juan, shout out to Juan, he was able to cop the charcoal box logo hoodie for me from 2021, I've been on the hunt for that for a while. There's a store up by Juan, it's called Sold Out NJ, Sold Out New Jersey, and they had a steal of a price on a used box logo hoodie, but I mean, it, I got it in hand, it looks pretty much brand new. Anyways, uh, shout out to Juan for that, I was able to pick that up, ship that over to me. And then, speaking of the Parlor 23 pop-up that they had, copped a bunch of shit there too, so Juan asked for a t-shirt, was able to grab one for him. They did like a special design for their pop-up. So they did a pop-up at the combine. So it was like a basketball shootout. So there was like this graphic on the back and then this logo hit on the front. I was able to get a, a shirt for one, but then uh, I was able to get a mug, a dad hat, a long sleeve shirt, I helped out the homie, Brian Noble. He was on our episode last week. So he wasn't able to make it to the event, but he was like, yo, Kev, can you help me out if you're going to be there? So I was like, yeah, no problem. I was able to grab him a bunch of stuff too. So those are my wares and my pickups for the week.
2: Nice. Good week, Kev. Yeah, that parlor event was dope. There's a lot of good merch there. Yeah, crazy shit, man. Amazing. Collie, yeah. what about you?
3: I mean, I went to the parlor event also, but, uh, you know, I just went to chill out with people. The merch was great and all, but I got to hold back on the spending. I got a few big purchases coming up. So, uh, where's though, I ended up wearing the New Balance 574 Stone Island collab. I've been wearing that a lot, along with the Air Max 1 tree line. So, just those back and forth in rotation. And as for pickups, a pair, there was originally a four or five I owned a uh, seller on eBay had. I was watching them at a really good price. It's basically Canadian retail, actually less. Anyways, it went from five pairs to four pairs to three pairs to two pairs down to one pair. So I was like, shit, it's the last pair. I have to buy it. So I uh, bought that today. We'll see if it passes uh, authentic guaranteed, and then maybe I have a new pair. If not, then it wasn't meant to be. But yeah, that's it. So maybe a pickup and uh, only two wears.
2: Oh, at least you're wearing stuff now. You're
0: up 200% from two weeks ago. <laughs> Juan, what about you? Wears, I had a lot because, you know, I've been on the road again. I actually, for like a few, like less than 12 hours, I'm at home right now. And then I'm going to be hitting the road again. But it helped me rotate my sneaker collection when I mean my wears. But this week I wore, I actually DS my, uh, those uh, natural one lows. They're really clean. I like it. I didn't realize how much I liked it. That's why the, uh, I was going on a trip. I wore the community garden dunks. I wore the city market dunks. I wore the panda dunks. I went all kind of low because I wanted to maximize the amount of sneakers I could take with me. And if I bring highs, can't really do that. For pickups, the pandas restocked. Someone told me, hey, if you have a chance, please get me a pair. I actually got my member access or whatever, so I put in for a size for someone that asked me. Every time someone asks me, I'll just try and get it. I've usually have gotten it, so I got it again, and I have it in hand. It actually came in the mail the other day. So other than that,
2: yeah, that's what I did. Panda's restocked for the 485th time in the last how many years? What's with and the what with got black and
3: like eight of the restocks? <laughs> it's
1: like black and white kicks always. Re- that's like the the new Yeezy zebra. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I don't hate it. I, I like that people can get it like it's it, it's I, I, I don't hate on it. It's just it's funny every time, you know, one or someone's like, oh, yeah, there was a there was a panda restock. It's like, oh, yes, again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just don't like anyone paying resale. So when someone approaches me, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll get it if I can try. I'm not going to go crazy over it. And then this time it was really easy. It's like, hey, you have member access. Click size. Mm-hmm. i love that i
2: think that's great just you know i still find it funny when we talk about a panda restock at this point it's just it's just they're just getting stock of it at this point i don't even know if we can start calling it a restock yeah. late shipment maybe that's what we'll call it We've got a late shipment of pandas in <laughs> nice good week one john what about you what have you been rocking the last week and any pickups in the last month or so
4: yeah the the last month let's see i got the uh i got the reimagined threes the white cement and uh let's see. I so I picked up a pair kind of a business casual. I got the Jordan one low craft inside out black. Unfortunately, I've starting to become known at work as sneaker guy. So everybody's looking at my shoes. So I had to so <laughs> now I, like now I gotta step up my work sneaker game and like you know, I don't want to wear one highs or you know threes or something so bulky. So got something that's a little more subtle to wear for work. So those are my pickups recently. As far as what I'm aware, and I was just in Disney World last week, and that's always the biggest decision is like what to what to pack on that trip. You know, weather is always a factor in Orlando because, you know, it'll say it's going to be sunny and then it turns out raining. So yeah. I ended up kind of chickening out. I had some stuff I was going to do. So I ended up taking, I had the Bloodline ones high. That's kind of my beater shoe. Um, I took it last summer when I went and it's been in a couple of torrential downpours. So I figured that would be my default shoe on a rainy day. I took Fire Red Threes. I took my Lost and Found Ones. And I took one of the new pairs I got this year, the uh, Union AJKO. I got the leather pair. Nice. And uh, took that pair. I actually wore them a couple of <laughs> times. I really like that pair. So uh, that's what I took to Disney World. I just got back on Sunday. Today I had to take the car in for service and I wore the uh, Bleach Coral One Lows. Oh, nice.
0: That's a pair. Of Trev's on the hunt for still. Yeah. yeah. He wants that. You guys wear a similar size. So help him out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well I think we I
4: think we were the same size, twelve. Twelve, 12? yep,
0: yeah, twelve. <laughs> Candidly we have uh, one
2: of our group chats that we talk about it on here a lot. We've we've started a, a birthday club. So <laughs> for the group chat everyone contributes, but you get a free pair of shoes on your birthday basically, right? So your money basically goes towards uh, a birthday shoe for yourself. So candidly, the bleach coral ones are the shoe that I have on my list for my birthday <laughs> next month. So, but I, I love that pair too. Like, I think, I don't know what it was like, you know, Juan's talked about me getting in one lows, you know, when they were out and I want to say it was 2016 one, something in, around that timeline. Yep, I hated the one lows at that time. Like I just, I didn't understand them. I just couldn't get behind them. Wasn't a fan. I love them now, and specifically, John, I know exactly what you're talking about for work with one lows because that's another reason yeah. I like the bleach coral. Like, it's a good dress up, dress down
4: shoe. Absolutely. Well, I'm like, I, that's I've been wearing so many lately, so I actually just re-upped. Um, I got another pair of the neutral gray one lows. I hit those when they dropped originally a couple of years ago, and I wore them so much that I ended up selling them for what I paid for them, and then I just got another pair. You know, paid recently <laughs> nice. so I could have a so I could have a fresh pair. That way, I'm ready for summer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I like that <laughs> yeah they're a great pair that was it for you
4: for your week that's it
2: all right so i'll finish it off and if you're wondering if rich has a pickup i'm sure he does the streak continues um i have a story to tell so i'm gonna start with my pickup so been talking about this a lot recently finally got them in the size 12 oh you got size 12 yes air max 97 silver bullets so i finally i pulled the trigger and decided that the shoe doesn't fit me no matter what i do so I pulled the trigger and got a 12 in them in the end. I see I
1: eBay tag on that too.
2: Yes. Shout out to Juan for receiving these for me. Okay. I ended up getting these for under retail. Nice. nice so I think guy. I got them for 240 Canadian and I believe they retailed at 276 Yeah. Something like that. I think was 276 yeah. with tax. So, with tax, yeah. Uh, no complaints on that. I can't complain. I, I ended up deciding with the 97. I, I think I've spoken about this in the last couple of weeks. The 13 is too... It, it fits, but it's too long. And it feels just as snug as the 12 does. Mm. So it's really kind of one of, I'm not someone who's going over and above and wearing a lot of 97s. Like I really, really like the Silver Bullets. So really I'm kind of, I've got the 97s I want. So if, if it's got to be a little bit snug, it's not the end of the world. It's, it's not but, like it's too snug to not like where I can't wear it. It's just, yeah. it's a little snug in the toe box. That's it, right?
1: But you don't have a wide foot though, right, Trev?
2: No, I don't.
1: Yeah, so I mean yeah, it's going to be I mean 97s I feel like they fit snug regardless, yeah. right? of what the what it is. So right. Yeah, I mean unless you got a wide foot then you got a problem. But yeah. uh yeah, it sounds to me like yeah, I'd rather it's... I'd rather it fit normal than long.
2: Yeah, like I've I've talked about this. I tried the thirteen on and they were fine. You know, I asked the girlfriend, like, do these like how do these look on my foot? Yeah. She's like, Yeah, they're fine. Like they look good, like there's no big like, yeah, they don't look long or anything. And I'm like, uh, but see the way it's creasing in the toe box here, like that's how you know it's too big and Anyways, I just decided I was going with the 12. It's not the end of the world. It's a little snug. It might be a little snug for what you would want, but it's not a make or break thing with the shoe. So I am excited to finally wear that pair. I've been wanting a pair of those Silver Bullets for a long time. I slept on them when they came out in 2017, and I worked at a Foot Locker at that time. So there was multiple opportunities for me to get that shoe at a discounted price. So I wasn't going to let that pass me by again this year. In terms of wares. So I'm going to go backwards because the first pair is one I want to talk about a little bit, actually. So today I wore the Foamposite Asteroids. We were just on a live with uh, DJ Monte Carlo, so I wore some foams this week. So I wore that pair. The parlor event that we went to on Saturday, I wore my Foamposite Northern Lights. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Great pair. So I was uh, I was like, you know what, we're going to like a little basketball shootout thing when we wear a pair of basketball shoes. It was either those or the Penny 2 social statuses, which I still have to undes. so figured i'd get those foams in there air jordan 4 oreo summer weather lebron 8 miami knights wonder when, when you're gonna bust those out oh yeah i think i wear them once or twice over the winter but like when we get to like golf season where i just need something to slip in and out of that's like a great pair and it really does go with everything air max one atmos elephant nice. air max 90 infrared air max one Pata aqua noise
1: oh nice
2: a long time since I wore them, yeah. I put them on and I was like, wow, I, I really don't wear this shoe enough. You, you know what you forget? You forget how that's not really a white shoe. It's a gray shoe. It's a gray shoe. Yeah. It's a gray and sales shoe. So, I, I completely forgot that. Like, I think we went, I think I went out for dinner and we were sitting on a patio or something like that. And I was sitting there like, these are like gray. They're not really like you, you really forget. Like when you think about the shoe, you think of it as white, mm-hmm. but it's it's not. It's It's actually like a gray, like again. Kudos to Pada. They do an amazing job on their shoes when they do those Air Maxes. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I was like, I forgot that these are great. They're not like a white. So anyways, have to wear those more. But yeah, wore those as well. Air Max 97 Ultra Navies. I went to the Jays home opener. That's just become a Blue Jay shoe for me now. Mm -hmm. That is a size 13. So it's (laughs) got that little extra room. So fits nicely. Nike Elements React 55.
1: Oh, I I haven't heard anyone rocking those in a while.
2: Just a GR pair. It's like a purplish blue colorway. A buddy sold them to me. He had them for, I think he sold them to me for 50 bucks or something like that. I really love trying a new tech out with running shoes. I just don't like to pay for it.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Right. Like
2: that's, that's like a $200 shoe. But I like, you know, we all have decent sized collections. I know I'm looking at John's. I can see in his closet over his shoulder that he's got <laughs> quite a, a decent selection there. Right. But, you know, you get to the point where you're like, I really want to try this. But I definitely want to pay $200 for it.
1: But yeah, not a full price.
2: Yeah. So I'll just pick those up. I went on a walk, so I wore those. And the pair I'm going to talk about is the Air Jordan 1 bread. Oh, what happened? Nothing with the shoe. Nothing happened with the shoe. Oh. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll talk to you about the what happened when I was wearing them. So I kind of want to talk about how sneaker culture has evolved over the last 10 years. So for context for everyone, I went to school for visual merchandising actually 10 years ago, this month will be when I graduated. So our visual merchandising class puts on a, uh, they put on a year end show where they do a bunch of like visual stuff and all that. So we got invited to go. So I went, it is crazy to me how sneaker culture has evolved over the last 10 years. So when I was in that class, and these are mostly like people who take this are very like artsy people. So they're into fashion and what the trends are and all that kind of stuff. I was the only one who was thinking about wearing sneakers. Like I was the only guy. That show, every single person, with the exception of maybe one or two people, was wearing sneakers, men and women. Oh, wow. They were all wearing like with dresses, like with nicer yeah. outfits. All of them were wearing some kind of a sneaker. It was astonishing to me because when I was in that class, everyone when we did that was in heels, we were in suits, like nice dress mm-hmm. shoes, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So it was amazing to me to go there and be like, everyone is wearing t- one of my profs who's still there. I remember her like she was very fashion forward. She was always wearing heels every day. She was wearing a pair of white, white Air Force ones. Wow. I was, there you go. I was shocked. It, it I don't want to say shocked, but it was kind of, it was a, it was a good thing to look at and be like, wow, like in 10 years, like the sneaker culture has come so far, which is, which I'm happy about. Right. And you know, it's funny because some of my classmates who were there were talking and like, you know, 10 years ago when I'm talking, I'm into sneakers, I'm into this, you know, Jordans, Nikes, all that kind of stuff. They had no idea what we're talking about. And to some extent, they maybe don't have the same idea about what we're what I'm talking about. But they're working at Holt Renfrews and Saks and uh, the Bay is is a Canadian version of that John up here. They're talking to me about like, oh, yeah, like I've got a pair of white, white Air Forces, like I'm dressing mannequins and uh, Air Maxes and stuff like that. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like, this is such a crazy. Like, it's like, yeah. Like, you know, one of them actually was like, "Oh yeah, you're like, I'm wearing the Jordan One breads, right?" They're like, "Oh yeah, you're wearing Air Forces, right?" Which it wasn't, but I mean, you know what? Like, to their credit, they like, They're trying. For, yeah, for someone who doesn't know, like, that's a fair. Like, it's fair for you to think that that's an Air Force, and for them to be able to tell me, like, "Oh, that was that an Air Force?" Like, it's like, well, it's close, but you know, it was a real cool moment for me to see how far sneaker culture has come over the last ten years. So that was a really cool, like thing for me to see and be like wow like you know because we see it you know we see that there's you know like we talk about the pandas we see like how air forces are but it was kind of cool to go into something and be like wow like secret culture is everywhere now like it's not a select few like three or four people who are into it it's everywhere mm-hmm. so that was really cool to see for me so
1: no, it's nice to see because I, I'm. I know we talked about this before, about just you know TV personalities and in yep. entertainment and things like that. Like you know you see the weatherman now he rocks sneakers. You see like people TV sports, uh, sports analysts and things the like that. Right? Sports
4: guys are always there. Around. You
1: go right. Yep. So and it wasn't like that before. It was always like you wear a suit, you wear dress shoes. So yep. you know I, I like that the mindset has shifted in terms of mm-hmm. just fashion and sneakers being something that you can dress up. You know, when you go yep. to work, like John was saying, he wears sneakers to work now. I mean, he yep. may, maybe he wears a low as opposed to a high, but you know, it's acceptable now. is before, you know, people would just be kind of like, "Oh, you're not wearing dress shoes," like yep. you know, it's kind of weird, right? But yep. uh yeah, no, that's dope to see, Trev.
2: Yeah, it was it was really cool for me to see. I left that event and kind of went, I smiled. I was like, "Wow!" Like sneaker culture is like a <laughs> thing now. I was yeah. it was really cool for me to see. Dope. <laughs>
1: Good week, Trev. That's awesome. I like to hear some of those wares, man, especially the foams, man. You don't get to see those very often. I know a lot of people uh, – I'm. we just got off uh, Instagram Live with DJ Monte Carlo. Shout out to him. But, yeah, I mean, like, it's always nice to see foams uh, in the wild because I feel like people are saying foams are dead, but then we have guys like you, Trev, that they're still rocking them, and it makes me realize that, you know, the people that really love the foams are still rocking the foams. They're actually
2: not dead. They're Maybe
1: they're dead to – the, the hype beasts or like
2: you know... i gotta get up on a soapbox though before we before we get into it with john yeah if, if you were listening to that live you would have heard me get up on this soapbox three or four times all right i'm getting up onto rich's soapbox here we have a rumor that the galaxy foams are going to be coming out in 2024 if you're not wearing foams right now you don't have a pair of foams in your collection you haven't worn them in five years leave that shoe the fuck alone they're not for you all right there are people who wear foams who want them. I don't care that that's your grail. I don't care that, you know, like every, you know, all these hype people are saying, like, that's such a good shoe. I need that. That's not for
4: you. Okay. Hey, hey, Trev, hey Trev, I won't take your 12. Don't worry about me. I, I <laughs> oh, take-
2: thank
1: you. Thank
3: you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But the question is, though, are they going to make it the same as the first one, or are they just going to re-release a new Galaxy like they've already re-released the Galaxy foams?
2: We don't know. There's a lot of rumors. It's, we don't know which one it's gonna be because we thought this was gonna happen a couple of years ago. You're right, Colin, because they did release a, a Galaxy 2.0, which is still pretty good in my opinion, but not as good as the first one. Foams, come on. If you're not into all the other foams, don't be into this one. All right. <laughs> I, just, I just gotta say that. I'm sorry, guys. Nope. Fair enough. Fair enough.
3: What We're could into we do? Try- uh Adidas foam runners.
2: Not nah, you can we can leave those. We can just leave those in the trash. That's all good.
3: <laughs> or, or or Crocs. <laughs> Because crocs are a form.
2: Crocs. Mm. Big fan yeah. of crocs. No crocs. Yeah. No,
3: I, I, those are what belong in the trash.
2: We are we are divided on, on the on the crocs debate on the on this podcast.
1: Yeah, I'm a team no croc myself. Yeah. No, thank <laughs> you. yeah. I'll I'll leave your I'll leave your size 12 croc there for you too, Trev. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Maybe they'll do a galaxy croc. Oh, now you're talking, Kev.
2: Now you're talking. Uh, yeah,
1: no, but good week, and yeah, like Trev said, if you're not looking for or if you haven't worn or owned foams ever, really, this is not for you, but yeah, so we have a special guest, as you may have noticed, John, aka Weekends with Walt on IG. So, for those of you who thought maybe his name was Walt, no, that's referring to walt is in walt disney right john
4: yep and i I get that a lot i'll get people to come up i mean it's crazy how many people see me in the parks and they'll be like walt or john you know yeah yeah yeah.
1: (laughs) i think every yeah i think everybody's guilty of that so i just wanted to clarify yeah it is it is john but he goes by weekends with walt which is a nod to walt disney uh john is a big disney guy and we'll get get into it with him in in terms of just his podcast and his love for everything Disney. But we'll start the podcast off how we usually do it. We usually ask what your sneaker journey was and then what got you into sneakers. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that and some of your favorite brands, models and colorways that got you into sneakers?
4: Well, let's see. It started, I mean, obviously back in 1985 is the easiest place to put it. I was a sophomore in high school back then. And honestly, I was aware of Michael Jordan, but I, I was not the biggest Maxwell fan. But I did like hip hop and LL Cool J in his 1985 album Radio was wearing breads. And so that's really what got my attention to, you know, get Jordans. So started out with that. And I, you know, in high school, I bounced around with a few other pairs. I did some command force. I, you know, I had the whatever the Reebok bass of the BB model was, you know, but, you know, that back in 85, you got, you know, a good pair of shoes to wear for the school year and a beater pair. It's not like you're collecting at that point you know, as I got into college, started making some money, you know, the Jordan threes came out, you know, three, four, five, six, sevens. I wasn't down with the eights,
1: mm-hmm.
4: uh, but uh messed around like with the uh, the Bo and air trainers. I mean, obviously Nike was huge in marketing back then. Like you had to have the shoes, you, you had to have it. And, you know, it's funny. I, I, I see a lot of people into, you know, wearing the nines. And to me, a Jordan nine is a baseball shoe because when Jordan switched over to play baseball, he had the baseball cleat. And so to me, I would I would never wear that shoe because to me it's a baseball cleat so it's kind it of funny does, it.
0: you know what?
1: yeah no yeah. It, it does eerily look like a baseball shoe and well because he better. always wore it
4: when if yeah. you look at any of the stuff he's wearing nines as baseball cleats so yeah me, yeah you know to me that's what it is
2: i almost think and, that's why i like nines like i like that they kind of look like i i think the same thing i do think they look like a baseball cleat but i kind of like that yeah. i don't know nines are are a favorite of mine but I see what you're saying. Like, I, I kind of agree. Like, it does look like a baseball league.
4: Yeah. And so, so basically, I've I, I messed around with sneakers until uh, I think 97. That would be the 12s, the year of the 12s. My daughter was born that year. And uh, her and I had matching uh, taxis. And I don't think I bought another Jordan for 20 years. Oh, wow. Um, I shifted into dad mode. You know, coached Little League and football for, you know, a dozen years. Just kind of, just kind. of I think I, I honestly, I, I probably had fifteen pair of etnies skate shoes or DCs that were like triple black. You know, that was kind of <laughs> that's kind of all I wore were skate shoes. And my son was, I want to say my son was probably a sophomore, and he's talking about wanting NMDs. And you know I'm like, all right, well, let's go get them. Well, no, they don't have them at the store. I'm like, what do you mean they don't have them at the store? I had no idea, you know, what it had, you know, how the shoe game evolves. So. Ended up, you know, looking around, getting him. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, they, oh the retro wing, the old Jordans. They had Jordan 3s. And so I ended up, I think I ended up starting out with just getting like a a Jordan 1 mid from Foot Locker. And then the next thing you know, I'm like, all right, I, I ended up picking up the, I think the Hall of Fame 3s was the first two that one. really got back into it. Then I got the Black Cement 3s, because the 3s are my favorite silhouette. And that'd be, what, 2018 is kind of when I started buying, I, but I still had three, four pairs that year. It was really COVID that I think I tried to participate in uh, Canada Got Souls CGS to 2019. And I think I had like five pairs. You know, it had like, yeah, the next yeah. and then the next year I could do every day because I had bought so many oh. pairs the following year. It <laughs> <laughs> can explode it, just that quickly, right? Escalated. <laughs> yeah, quickly.
1: escalate. That's the word. <laughs>
4: but, you know, I mean, you can see behind me, I mean, I've got mostly ones and threes. Those are the shoes I like the most, you know, I mean, I've got a couple of Adidas. I got, uh, you know, the Wave Runners, uh, you know, I picked those up. That's a super comfortable shoe. I really enjoy those. Mm -hmm. I've got Form 84 Highs. I've got, you know, I've got a few pair of Adidas. Actually, my workout shoes are Ultra Boosts. I like uh, like the Ultra Boost to work out in. NMDs are my dog walking shoes. So I, I do wear other stuff, but I'm mostly Jordans. Huh.
1: Yeah, I was well, going to say, you know, like, it looks to me, everything there is pretty much all Jordans,
4: right? Yeah, like, you got to go big... up one shelf higher, and then the, the up there is where the other stuff's at. Really?
1: So. <laughs> so, you know, your workout shoes and, and some of your more comfortable shoes are Adidas, but what about, like, Air Maxes and stuff like that? Like, no, you're, like, I know you're a Nike guy and whatever, but... I've never, I've never had a pair of Air Max. <laughs> Because me and Trevor are like huge Air Max guys, and I know I feel you are. In terms of comfort, I figure like you know, growing up, loving Nike and all the you know, you're talking about SE trainers and all that stuff too. Like you know. Well, but- I
4: tell you what. To me, the Jordan Three is the most comfortable shoe there is. I I can wear those all day. I mean, I can wear those. I mean, you you can see when I when I post on Instagram, I don't I don't just take a pair of shoes to the park. If I'm, you know, I'm, if I'm in that pair of shoes, I'm in it for 14 hours, you know, and I'll do 25, 30,000 steps. Yeah. So. To me, a Jordan three is really comfortable. And I can and I can do a Jordan one. Not all of them. I'm gonna tell you, actually actually the uh, the 85 cut Jordan ones are the most uncomfortable Jordans there are. I can't wear those all day. The, what, whatever they did with the redo of the shape of that, I think it's a little bit narrower. Mm-hmm. And uh I, I just cause I've got the natural gray because the the natural gray is the pair I had in high school. So when those came out, I had to buy them. And I and I wear them, but Three, four, you know, they're, they're like a good movie shoe because by the time I'm done with, you know, three or four hours in them, I'm going to take them off. Yeah, but, but they also have like thicker leather,
1: right? If I'm not mistaken, like I feel yeah, like the a, leather and you know, the material
4: wasn't a problem. I mean, like I said, I, I've taken them into the parks probably three or four times. Mm-hmm. So I've put some real wear on them. They're just something about them. I just, I, they're, they're not real comfortable. I've heard and that I, too. I've just actually like heard the, yeah the
2: narrow it's, it's it's the narrow toe box or like yeah, or the, and,
4: for some and reason I've got a real wide foot so like um, I'll buy a 12 and a half in my ones just to give my foot a lex- little extra and it, like I said the the Jordan one the 85 cuts are just they're not for me but like I said the threes to me that is a super comfortable shoe I mean it's what a relative to the air max right it's got visible air
2: I would say that, yeah. Like I find threes pretty comfortable too. Like threes are one of my favorites as well, and I would say they're one of the more comfortable Jordans for me yeah. as well.
4: And the other thing is, I'm not. I don't even know the last time I laced up a Jordan three. I I leave them untied. It's, you know, I'm not. I'm not running or jumping <laughs> anywhere. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which is and, and and that's fair, right? And everyone's got that one Jordan for them that's like really comfortable too. I don't know that I'd be able to do 12 hours, 12, 13, 14 hours in a park in a Jordan, but, I, but also like, right. it's what, what's your foot's used to as well. Right. Well, and it, that mean, could also They be always some- say
4: like, you look at a guy, how he's dressed. And that's like the year that he's dressed like that was his best year, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, you know, I've got a picture of my wife and I, so I'm, I'm in San Diego tijuana like when you're before you're 21 you're down in tijuana partying because you can drink at 18 down there and it's 21 in the united states yeah, right. and i've got a picture of myself and my then girlfriend now wife and i am just shit-faced and i'm wearing a pair of, <laughs> wearing a pair of threes so you you know it'd be, it'd be hard to argue that wasn't my best year it's <laughs> so, nostalgia i think you know it's it's you know i mean and, and that's one of the things about disney it's nostalgia right that's why i love the shoes i you know and you know, every time uh you know I mean J- James uh James William JB will we we go out all the time because he loves his Watherspoons, and I'm like how many MVPs does Sean Watherspoon have <laughs> <laughs> oh like his Adidas <laughs> how, one how many does rings have? does he have <laughs> yeah his his Adidas ones you mean yeah <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> I do always get a kick out of your comments for when James wears a Jordan you're like oh, you're like James, oh yeah. is that is that an Adidas
4: Well, because James always complains about Jordan's quality, but yet he still wears them. (laughs) Yeah, he does. (laughs) And I mean, he's not wrong, right? Like there are I have I have a couple pairs that break my heart. Fire red fours. Again, that's a shoe I had Mm. back in eighty nine. And my my pair that I got when they retroed, one of them has a real nice toe and the other one's got a cliff toe. And no one's ever said when I'm wearing it, wow, that toe looks weird, but it's in my head. So yeah. you know kind of messes me and then my cool gray threes they, I think they're trash i heard they ever wear them the the leather doesn't match on them you know one's nice and tumbled, and the other one's smooth and i just i, I it, it bothers me so i mean i he has a point but at the same time i'm not picking my shoes apart i couldn't you know i'm just happy to have them. you know i, I can tell you that the uh, the story of me getting the white cement threes is ruby who's one of my co hosts she put in for me on sneakers but she had been out until like four in the morning so she woke up, entered for a 12 and went back to sleep and I missed out everywhere. And I was flaming, you know, I was like, already, so I'm looking online. I, we have a discord. I was bitching in the discord and I think she woke up like two hours later and she sent me a got And I'm like, you know, and there was all the talk about, you know, the, the elephant print, not matching. And I'm like, well, right. at this point, well, I don't care what the elephant, like, you know, cause I was afraid I wasn't going to get a pair. Yeah. So the fact that I got a pair now I'm like, well, I can't bitch about what they look like. Of course my pair came out perfect, which, you know, but it's just one of those things that, you know, I would still wear it no matter what it looked like, yeah. but, uh, especially especially the new shape of the threes. That's just to me, those are just, you know, it's incredible what they did with the new with the new shape.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. And, and you know what? To James's point, though, too. Yeah, the quality could be a lot better. Yeah. Uh, I think there's always talks about. Oh, you know, while well, Jordan mass produces their shoes, and then James will say, "Well, Adidas also mass produces their shoes," so there's no excuse there, really.
4: I tell them, I go, "Well, they're only making five thousand pairs of the nine nineties, no, because nobody wants them. They're making five hundred thousand of the Jordans."
2: <laughs> it's a, yeah, yeah. I, there is the point to it that there's you know that there are more made of the Jordans, but I see the point that the quality on some of them could be better. But yeah, oh, sure.
4: Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't have a problem trying the New Balance, but to me, it's like, they are so damn expensive, like for what they are. I always tell James, I could buy a Jordan instead of buying another pair of New Balance, you know? So I guess I I just kind of stay in my lane. But like I said, you know, like the Wave Runner, that was a shoe I looked at for over a year and I finally decided I wanted it. I wanted them. And you know what? It's super comfortable shoe. Glad I got them. Of course, now Feel like I can't wear them, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Yeah. So I put. They're sitting. They're in the top shelf of the closet, but I think I'm ready to bring them out again.
1: Yeah, it's still a comfortable shoe. I mean, you like you like Ultra Boost. You like the Boost, obviously, because you've got the Wave Runners too. But you know, just touching a little bit more on your on your current collection, though. Is there anything that's in your collection right now that you're considering uh, to be your grill? I know, you know, you just sort of exploded in terms of like your actual sneaker collection rotation now, but is there something that maybe is uh, in your collection that you always wanted and now you have it? Or is there something that on your list that is a possible cop for later?
4: You know, to me, I always really wanted the Justin Timberlake Super Bowl shoe. I really want, I, oh, I would have liked okay. to have gotten that. That's, that's a shoe I wouldn't mind having. Other than that, I mean, I feel like I've got what I need. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, not that, not to say that there aren't more things coming out, but I'm not really into paying resell for stuff. I mean, I, I have and I do, but like I said, there's nothing I think I'm I'm looking at a pair of mocha threes on eBay. There's a pair on eBay with no box, they're like 150 bucks. Mm-hmm. And they've been sitting for a while. So I'm I'm thinking about making an offer on them. You know, nothing I'd consider a grail like that just you know I, i'm i'm waiting to see what's coming out next yeah, i am not know sure. behind me
1: yeah no and, and and i think that's uh you know one of those things where you know like you mentioned when you got into dad mode and you know you were wearing just like skate shoes and things like that like you do realize that you have enough sneakers right now that you're satisfied with your collection that you're not trying to get every single color of jordan
4: threes you're not trying to get you know kind of am (laughs) (laughs) you know what i came up with a number of 50 and i really am trying to stay there 50
1: Uh, in terms of just jordan threes or 50 for the entire collection
4: (laughs) 50 total 50 total and so like this year i've bought four pairs but i've gotten rid of three so i'm really only net one on the year so yeah, okay. You know, I, I feel like, I mean, let's face it, you know, I know to most shoe collectors fifty's not a lot, but to most people, fifty is a ton. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: talk to you yeah exactly talk to people you know that you work with right like yeah you know you're known as a sneaker guy if they ask you you know how many shoes you have if you said anything more than 30 their jaw's gonna drop right like that's yeah. how my coworkers act like when i tell them oh i don't know it's like maybe 60 maybe 70 they were like what do you mean maybe what do you mean you don't know i'm just like yeah well, and, I, I and I, that's it i don't know
4: i i you know i mean i could turn around and count them but I, it's like i don't i mean but yeah you know, i'm just trying to keep it level you know i know that you know, I got I got lucky with the uh, with the uh, green threes that just came out. They were a women's, so I c- couldn't buy them. So that was kind of saved me for myself. I would have, I would have, <laughs> I would have had to have bought that pair. You know, yeah. and then there's the what the the Wizards pair is coming out, and I'm like I'm on the fence. I don't know if I'm going to try for those or not. You know, honestly, the shoe I'm most excited about is the uh, the what is it the uh, black toe lows. You oh, know. yes. Yeah. The Jordan yeah. 1 Black Lows, Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of like the most excited, you know, I am for a shoot coming out. So, and then that's, you know, like I said, I mean, honestly, I, I've been hearing Trev talk about the infrared sixes for a while. Cause I had that pair and those actually re-released when I was into sneakers, but I wasn't that into sneakers. And so uh, that's a pair that I would like to get, but I've looked at the prices and I'm like, you know what, when they come out 2019, 19. Yeah. Yeah. 2019 19. we're, you know, we're in 23. So probably come out again in a couple of years. Yeah. Know. Yeah, we'll see them again soon. It'll be the reimagined infrared sixes or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe like a leather upper. Jordan yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right? So, you no, know,
4: you know, that's the thing is I've looked around for used pairs on eBays. And it, what's funny is like some people are just crazy what they ask for stuff. For the lowest price for a used pair on eBay is like 30 bucks less than a new pair on Stock X. And I'm you know oh really I'm wow gonna, if i'm gonna buy a used pair i better be saving a 100 bucks or more
1: yeah no yeah. i agree i agree i think you know what that's kind of i mean that's a, it's a seller thing right like you get to all these people that are trying to like extract as much as they possibly can and you're like you do know you're selling a used pair of sneakers and yeah. you know you try to put in a, a an offer and then they have some of them have like these auto like decline right like (laughs) if it's not in the price like why do you even have that if you're not even going to take an offer (laughs) like but i do hope you're able to find one at a reasonable price you know trev's got a pair i know i know he's wearing it now but you know if he ever gets rid of it he'll keep you in (laughs) mind
4: (laughs) if you ever get tired of him let me know there you yeah. go. Yeah. But let's talk about the Disney
1: stuff, because I'm interested to hear about Disney. I know you're a huge Disney guy. You're out in San Diego, right? So right. Uh, when you go to a Disney park, the one that's closest to you is the one that's uh, in L.A., right? The Disney, it's or the Anaheim, OG. Right? As, I, as I like to call OG, it OG. You, you call the OG. <laughs> it's in Anaheim, right? The Disneyland, right? Disneyland. Mm-hmm. But... Where did your love for Disney start? Like, where did this begin? Did it just happen recently? Or is this like something that stemmed
4: from when you were a kid? So it's a nostalgia thing, just like shoes. When I was a kid, I went a little bit. But when my wife and I started dating, she liked going to Disneyland. And she didn't go very much as a kid. So it's about an hour and a half drive from San Diego to go up there. So we would go up there. And uh, in the late 80s, they actually had a nightclub in the back of Fantasyland called Videopolis. And they would sell like a half day ticket for like 25 bucks or 30 bucks. And so we would drive up there and we like, it was basically like a club inside Disneyland. We would get a hotel, hang out out there and then hit the park the next day. So some we did. And then uh, as you know, I've, I'm older, I have two grown children. Well, my son's 23 and my daughter's 25. And so as they were growing up, we would do annual passes back when they were really affordable. You could get a, Disneyland annual pass for like 150 bucks a person or something like that. Wow. And so, yeah. So we did that quite a bit. And then, as most parents know, you start getting into youth sports and then your weekends are gone. Yeah. Right? You know, your son's playing baseball in the spring, he's playing football. My daughter's doing dance. She's doing cheer. She played basketball. You know, it's like all of a sudden there's this gap where you're either in or you're out. And I was all in, I was on the board for football. You know, pop Warner board. I was on the baseball board. I coached a football team. You know, from I think my son was six, and then the year before into high school, the high school coach talked to me because we ran the high school offense. He's like, "Why don't you come in and help with the the freshman team since you know all these kids?" And so I ended up coaching high school for three years. So it's like there wasn't a lot of time to do the other stuff, right? You know, we'd yeah. go. My dad was retired military, so my mom could get military passes, so we'd get to go like a three day pass. So we do that a couple times a year, but really what kicked it back off is the kids got done with sports, right? You know, the, you know, daughter graduates, my son finishes, you know, football, the only thing he had left was golf. And all of a sudden, you know, you've spent 18 years doing nothing but kid activities. Right. And it's like, all right, well, so like, you know, we start, you know, wife and I, Thursday nights, date night, we'll hit the movies. And then we got annual passes to Disneyland again. And, you know, it was kind of you know, once a month we'd go up there and then, you know, it started to, you know, maybe we'll go every other week. And of course now what annual passes, I think they're $1,600, which is, yeah, they're big, they're big money. And so if you're going to do it, you know, I, I think I've been 27 times this year. So my price per visit is like at 60 bucks, you know, and hell, parking is 30. So, and my pass includes parking. So it's like, it's almost like a numbers thing. Like, if you're gonna commit to do it, you need mm-hmm. to go to make it worthwhile. Sure. So I mean, I just but see the thing is I I can go do whatever I feel like doing. Like most people get stressed out when they go to Disney because they go once. Yeah, it's like I gotta I gotta do, all I gotta rides, do everything. I gotta do everything, yeah. yeah. I gotta do all this. I go up there and I do whatever I feel like. You know, something you know, we usually have a dining reservation because to me it's a big part of it, it's eating. Mm-hmm. And I love to people watch, you know. My wife doesn't like rides, like she's not a thrill ride person, she likes the easy rides, but she gets motion sick, so you know, a lot of times I don't even do the crazy rides because I don't feel like doing them by myself. So, right. So it's just a matter of, you know, how you enjoy it. And like I said, it, it's fun. It's something that we can, you know, you know, I can do with my wife. We can do it at our own pace. Now, like we did the Disney World last week, which uh, we hadn't been there since last summer. Last summer, we spent five weeks at Disney World, which uh, <laughs> most people don't have that luxury. Five weeks. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> so I work from home. So I just loaded up my stuff. I got an Airbnb and we drove out there and uh, oh, spent five okay. weeks there. And so we ate every place, every different place. I don't know, like I said, I don't know how much you guys look into that stuff, but there's so many places to dine. We really had a, a really good time and we tried to do something different every time we went to go to a different place, do a different thing. And it's just a matter of just, to, you know, like I said, it's just, it's, it's a time to spend with my wife and we enjoy ourselves, and it's a nice slow pace. And it does, I have nostalgia, you know, when I when I'm at Disney World, they still have the People Mover and stuff like that, rides that are yeah. gone from Disneyland. Right. But I remember, you know, they have Country Bear Jamboree, which is something I remember being in with my mom and dad as a little kid, you know, watching these animatronic bears. And so it's, it's no different than Nike and the nostalgia of a sneaker. It's, you know, Disney and that childhood nostalgia. And it, I mean, I don't know how it plays to people from Toronto or, you know, Canada that, you know, didn't live next door to a theme park, mm-hmm. you know, but.
2: I think that's kind of the big thing is that you don't see with the Disney thing right is like for us it's like it's a one time like or sorry I don't want to say one time but it's like you might go to Disney like I think I've been to Disney World personally three times in my life so like if you were to do that as a family trip once a year or not once a year maybe three times in your childhood right between the ages of zero to 18 right. You've got to do everything, you know, you've got to hit up and see all the characters, you've got to go on these rides, you've got to do all the shows and that kind of stuff. So it becomes a very packed vacation. And, you know, like you would, see, we would see it from our perspective and go, wow, that must be like so hectic for them to do all the time on weekends, when in reality, you you go and you you know, you go with your wife, you have a good time, mm-hmm. you eat some good food, like, you know, you don't need to do everything that most people would have to do in a three to four day trip or whatever it is, right? right?
4: And I can yeah. go, oh, well, the line, you know, I really want to ride that, but the line's long. That I'm going to go over here with the line short and I'll catch that one next time when it's not so bad. Yeah. 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 See,
1: when I was growing up, actually, I was lucky enough that we would go to Orlando every winter and that was like a two week vacation. And my parents ended up being the suckers that bought the timeshare there. We would go every <laughs> winter. We ended up bringing my cousins, all that stuff too. So we had stretches where it would be like every other day would be a theme park so and back then too they had passes where they didn't expire so even if we bought like a week pass and we only used three days we would right. go next year and we would use the pass again but i don't know if they still have that anymore i'm I'm
4: not wow, sure they yeah they, they sell like a 10 day but you've got to use it in a 14 day window so yeah so last year i actually had an annual pass for disney world because we went like i said i was there 37 days so wouldn't make sense to buy the, the little ones. But, you know, when I was just there last week, I, I packaged the park tickets with my hotel. I stayed on property.
0: Yeah.
1: So, I mean, and, and, you know, you, you're, you're obviously a vet, you've done the parks many, many times. So, you know what you want to go see, you know what you can do, you know, that sort of thing. So, and you live close to it, right? So you don't necessarily have to do everything in the same day. But yeah, like what Trev's saying uh, is that most people go there on vacation and, you know, if they're there only for like four days, a week, whatever the case is, they have to do everything. Otherwise they don't know when they're going to go back. Right. So, right.
4: You know, Disney world just opened up the new Tron roller coaster just opened two weeks ago. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people were stressed out about trying to get on. You hear people, oh, are we going to be able to get on? And I'm like, well, you can get on if you want to pay 20 bucks. And I'm like, I wanted to get on. So I paid 20 bucks. So I think that's part of it is that, you know, some people, they want to either, you know, they're willing to wait in line for two and a half hours to do something. I'm like, I can pay 20 bucks and skip the line. I'm I'm paying 20 bucks. Oh,
1: yeah. That fast pass <laughs> stuff or whatever <laughs> that thing is. That's yeah, exactly, that's, you know, that's, I,
4: mean, I mean, I don't like paying the 20 bucks, but I'd rather do that than then wait <laughs> yeah exactly especially
2: yeah. at disney world for you right because you don't go to disney world often right maybe once a year Correct. once ever so you know if there's something you really want to do such as tron it's worth the 20 bucks to do it and just yeah. make sure that you can get on quickly right
4: right i think i had 10 dining reservations for my five-day trip like i had loaded up the reserve dining like there's a restaurant at epcot it's pretty new it's called space 220 And it's like a theme thing where you're having lunch in a space station and you take this elevator up and it's like it's themed. The thing shakes like you're going 220 miles in the air. We paid for the dessert party at the fireworks, which, you know, basically is free booze and sweets for, you know, an hour and a half while the fireworks go off. So, I mean, you know, I just I did a lot of stuff that, you know, a lot of people don't even like if you're not into it, you don't even know the system of how to get those reservations and stuff. But that's the reason I go is for those extras you know mm-hmm.
1: well i mean okay so talking about your two patches now like disney is obviously one sneakers is the other so i'm sure people ask you this all the time but what's your favorite disney sneaker collab like is there one that you have
4: okay so there's a few i i'm, I'm actually glad you guys brought that up because I, I had to look it up because I, I knew i had some <laughs> so i have the origin story ones i have a pair of imperial trooper nmds oh um, yeah have, okay I have uh, the Goofy Ultra Boost uh, shoes, and I have a pair of Mickey Mouse Vans. And I will say the Vans I think does the best collabs, but I can't I can't wear their shoes because they're not that comfortable to me. Mm, um, yeah. So I'd say my favorite pair, and I mean it's not necessarily a Disney collab, but uh, the Origin Story ones are probably my favorite. And actually the the NMDs, the Stormtrooper ones, I bought those to wear like an, uh, for May the Fourth a couple years yeah. ago, and I think I wore that shoe like two or three times. And my dog walking shoes wore out, which was like a pair of uh, sesame NMDs because I think the NMDs are great walking shoe. So I actually demoted those um, down to my dog walking shoe now. So I wear those every day.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know, I forget that. I, I always forget that the Spider Man, the origin, whatever. That's a Disney movie too i always think that you know spider-man is like comic book superhero whatever but no that's a disney
4: you know disney bought marvel so that's so it's Disney by default
1: (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) but i mean like you're a jordan guy through and through so there's i mean aside from that one the defaults whatever would there be one that you would love to see
4: nike or jordan do you know they actually i think it Adidas does really good stuff too. I'm trying to think. They've actually done a lot of collabs. And I think, I think that Disney has a deal with Adidas. Honestly, some of the best collaborations are kids' shoes. They're not even available in adult sizes.
1: Yeah, I bought a, I bought my son a bunch of the Vans. Like you talked about the Vans, Disney ones. And I bought him a bunch of like Disney Vans shoes when he was uh, younger. Actually, I, I did gift one to James. He My son grew out of a Disney Vans and I gave one of them to his son but yeah adidas um well i know james got a, a jiminy cricket one right there's like yeah. a super turf
4: yeah and i think my daughter's got a couple of the i think she's got like a tinkerbell either a superstar or stan smith they have oh, a kermit yes. the frog one the kermit the frog ones were good there's a lot of good ones out there it's just i think that disney has a deal with adidas and vans mm-hmm. and I, so i think that that's where the most of the collabs come out of. now i know that the prestos they did like some boba fett colors and darth vader colors that they were yep. kind of but they were the what those were the presto mids something yeah like that. yeah exactly. i actually i've seen somebody wearing the boba fett ones in the parks before and uh i thought that might be a pair i would get but i'm not the biggest character guy like i you know i buy a couple of the jerseys I, i've got like a buzz light jersey i like i like the country bears so but i don't know that i need a I don't know if I need a pair of shoes with Buzz Lightyear on them. You know what I mean, <laughs> or
1: <laughs> or like a customer no, they have or to light up when I walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. go <laughs> crazy on a Jordan three custom that's all Buzz yeared out. Whatever. Yeah,
4: I don't. I, don't, I don't, You know, I could. I've got the. Uh, I've got the dark iris. We could make those Buzz Lightyear.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That's. <laughs> but okay so you're saying that the jordan 3 is the most comfortable shoe would you say that's like your go-to park sneaker because i'm i know there's a lot of people out there i know we talked about you know travel sneakers and sneakers that we walk around a lot and you say that you spend sometimes 14 hours in a day at, at a park what would you say is the most comfortable shoe to wear at disney world or disneyland
4: whatever well i mean i i'd say before the whole kanye thing i would have said that 350s are probably the most popular shoe out there Okay, You know, especially the Zebra. That is not the case anymore. The Panda is the number one shoe worn in Disneyland. <laughs> <And> it's <laughs> I, not, maybe it's anywhere. not close. <laughs> yeah. It is not close. Right. I will tell you, at Disney World, I was kind of, you know, I was, I was really paying attention. The on-running shoes seemed to be the number one shoe that I saw between them and Hoka's. There was a ton of those in the parks. But, you know, for me, it's a Jordan 3. And but like I said, I don't mind wearing Jordan 1 all day either. And I actually, I... I don't know what they did. The Almanier ones seem to be more comfortable than the other Jordans, and I'm not quite sure why. I don't know if it's the liner or what it is, but the the Almanier one is a, is to me is a very comfortable shoe.
1: Yeah, I found that that was quite comfortable too. I thought the three was comfortable too, but it's uh, I mean it fits a little bit bigger than uh, than most threes I find. So
4: yeah, the Almanier three does fit a little bit bigger, and I'm I'm sure it's because of the so the satin liner yes and a little definitely. less padding. You know that you know the thing is is that. That shoe is a little big on me, but most of the Jordan threes are a little narrow. So I actually am not mad at how that one's a little bit looser, but that's the one shoe I tend to baby. I, 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 won't wear that if I like that. I don't know if I'd ever take that shoe to Orlando cause I wouldn't want it to get rained on. Right. Um, right. I, I, that's a really, really nice shoe. And that's, that's probably the one I baby the most.
1: No, the details and the quality of the, the materials for sure. I, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. So that would never be
4: a Disney park shoe for you then. Oh, I wear it to Disneyland because D- Disneyland, there's no, uh, there's no threat of rain. If it, if it says it's not going to rain, it's not going to rain. I mean, we, you know, we had a lot of rain this winter for Southern California, mm-hmm. but you know, we're April uh, 19. You know, we'd be lucky if it, if it rains three times before October, we'll be lucky. We're at that point. We're not going to get any rain. It's just going to be, you know, it's, it's technically a desert here. So,
2: well, you know how the song goes. It never rains in Southern California.
4: <laughs> it, uh, it, it Well, it rains eight times a year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <okay>.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh. So let's, I mean, let's talk about your
1: podcast because, you know, I think it's like Trev said, it's a pretty awesome concept that you guys have, like kicks at the castle. You talked about people watching as well, some of the sneakers that you see there. Is that where sort of the inspiration came for your podcast or is it just mainly to geek out about Disney stuff?
4: So, you know, what's funny is the idea for the podcast came, Mr. Sean Go hit me up in the DMs and he, when he started his podcast, the channel eight podcast, yeah, he asked me if I'd be on and I'm like, yeah, cause he, because well, Sean likes Disney. He's a Disney so, guy. Yeah. You know, so he wanted to, you know, he wanted to talk some Disney and I was like, oh, that's cool. so we, we got on and we chatted and I go, well, that was pretty fun talking to somebody about Disney because one of my friends likes sneakers, you know, my in real life that lives in my geographic area. Yeah. So i got one person I can talk to sneakers about, and he has maybe 12 pairs, which isn't that many. And none of, uh, one of my adult friends kind of likes Disney. So the the chance to get on a podcast and talk to somebody about some stuff I like that was appealing. So I was, so I started thinking about it after, after I recorded with Sean and I started thinking about, all right, what would be a good name for a podcast? And I was, you know, There was a feature page called Kicks at the Castle. And uh, Matt, who was the Disney hype beast, was the person I knew behind it. Well, there was uh, two other people. It was Ken and Sean. And the three of them ran that feature page. So I just kind of reached out to Matt because I'd known him for, well, I've known Matt for like five years now. And I said, hey, what do you think about doing it? And he's like, because I knew that he was trying to do some YouTube video creation, that kind of stuff. So I knew he wanted a creative outlet. And he was automatically done. He was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, uh, we and we need a third. So he, I think he reached out to Ken and Sean. They they neither of them were interested, and he reached out to Irv, who was Main Street Dad. Yeah. So it was originally us three, and he's a big Air Max guy. And I, and I was glad that we had a little a diverse group because not a lot of people see things the way I see things. Like I said, I'm 54. I've got adult children. Irv is you know young 30s. He's got three little kids. Matt's Late 20s, early 30s, no kids, you know, people relate a little bit more to them than me, right? So, so it's kind of good with
2: the bubble wand theory that you have,
4: <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, not, not everybody sees things the way I do, and so it was really good to have diverse opinions. And then, uh, about a year into it, we added Ruby, who she has more sneakers than all of us put together. I think she's at like 350 or 400. she's got, wow. yeah, Ruby's just got everything. And she's unapologetic about it as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, she loves her collection, right? Yeah, no, you know, she, she does her thing and she is a great person. And what's funny is like, so Irv and Matt were Disney world people and Ruby and I were Disneyland people. Yeah. And then, you know, Irv got busy with work. He's got three kids. No, you know, he just kind of ran out of time. So Irv kind of stepped back. So it's, it's kind of evolved, but it's just, it's fun to have an appointment every week to chat with your friends about stuff you like. Cause not like I'm talking, you know, I've got some friends at work that actually like Disney and they'll talk a little bit, but I don't, I don't, I try to keep some of that back because it's I don't want to be <laughs> too big of a nerd. Oh um, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, you know what I mean? So it's like, of course, it's, it's, yeah. and you know, now we've got a discord and we've got a lot of active people in there. So we, you know, we get inside jokes going on in the discord. It's, it's, you know, they, they like to make fun of me as Papa John, you know, <laughs> it's fine because I, I am, I, you know, it's like, it's like one of the favorite thing that I don't do it that much. And I think that probably coming into the next season is the get off my lawn segments where, you know, I'll, <laughs> talk, about, I'll talk about the annoying crap because I am the grumpy old man, you know, <laughs> so, that. That's but, awesome. you know, it's like, I meet these people in real life and it's like, and my wife always goes, I have oh, everybody so much younger than us. I'm like, who cares? Yeah. You know, because you know what, we get together and we just have a good time. I mean, you know, Ruby and uh, her fiance Luigi, and uh, there's another guy from the Discord, uh, Phil and his wife Ashley. We'll get a dessert dinner reservation at Lamplight Lounge, and we'll you know every, you know once a month we'll meet up. The six of us will sit and have drinks, and we'll we'll chat. You know, Phil's got a, a beautiful little daughter. I actually alley-ooped her a pair of uh, Lost and Founds.
1: Oh, Phil's nice. got
4: Yeah, F- Phil's gotten me. Uh, he he hit a Nike to see t-shirt for me so it's like you know we've got friends that are helping each other out and right right you know it's it's just about community and you know i mean people with you know similar likes you know so
1: yeah and then you know and i love that about uh you know just the camaraderie just that cohesiveness right i think that's what matters most it doesn't really matter about age because you know you look at me you know i'm kind of like in your generation john i'm born in 79 so you know some of these guys you know are considered young right and when we get together we never talk about age stuff maybe it comes up when I talk about you know my first pair of Jordans was the OG military blue fours right that I'm rocking <laughs> when I'm in the fourth grade, uh, you know so these you know yeah. Trev maybe maybe well, when i talk about the
2: Wizards he's talking you know, about Jordan. Jordan Wizards right
1: <laughs> but I think that's what makes a podcast fun to listen to is that you have these diverse groups, right? If you had everybody that was get off my lawn, then, you know, Mm -hmm. you have a segment that, I mean, you have a podcast that everyone just complaining about stuff the whole time or about (laughs) young kids. Right. Right. Uh, But you just stick you in that, into that role and everyone kind of make fun of you. And, you know, you can still talk about Disney at the end of the day. Uh, But for those that haven't listened to your podcast before, like what's your format like, like, you know, it's Kicks of the Castle, so I'm assuming you talk about sneakers. I, but...
4: I will tell you, I stole the format from Canada Got Soul. So if you've listened to Canada Got Soul, you've listened to our show. It's just right. different. <laughs> um, it's just different because well,
1: you throw in more Disney stuff.
4: Yeah, so Lawrence is the first person I met in the sneaker community. I was in a Disney streetwear slash vintage thing called 100 Acre Hood. And I actually met Lawrence through that page mm-hmm. 2018, probably. And I think I probably been chatting with him for six months before I ever knew he had a podcast. And so I started listening to those guys. And so, you know, when we get on, I just kind of thought about, you know, through that lens, okay, well, what, what do you need to do? Well, you need, you know, what are the segments? Mm-hmm. And so, okay, you know, when we decide to create the podcast, all right, what segments are going to do, we need to have a format that we follow. And, you know, that way it's the listeners, right, they can engage, they can, sure. you know, they can sure. follow along. So, you know, we start out with pickups, we'll do news. It used to be I would pick out whatever I thought was interesting, Disney and sneakers. Now we've changed it to where each of the hosts will pick one sneaker story, one Disney story, and we'll each talk about something we want to. That way it's it's a little bit more shared that way. Then we do a Fit of the Week feature where we feature one of the, one of the listeners, someone who's tagged us. Land versus world is one of our biggest feedback things where we'll pick... Because the park, you know, the parks are so similar from coast to coast, we always argue about which one has a better version of what. So we do that. And then it kind of, we talk about our recent trips or planned trips and then, uh, you know, we talk about what we're streaming, you know, because Disney Plus is part of that. And, you know, I mean, what, everybody's streaming something. And it doesn't have to be Disney Plus. You know, we talk about right. Ted Lasso and whatever, whatever whatever we're watching. Then we'll do some DMs. You know, if we have a guest, that's where you'll really see that I copied. Canada got Soul. We'll play a couple games. Ruby does like a Mad Lib. Matt does trivia. I'll do Disney or datney And then we'll do a little interview. So that's that's kind of how, you know, like I said, I, basically, I just, you know, ripped off that format <laughs> And, you know, yeah, hey, credit where credit's due, you know, right? They're, yeah, yeah, it works, off. right? It <laughs> works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and we, you know, we try to, we try to do weekly. I think we took a couple weeks off. We're going to record next week and that episode will drop. It will be our second anniversary. And I think oh, it'll be, it, it'll be, yeah, thanks. And it'll, I think it'll be episode 86. So we're doing about 43 a year. So, you know, we're weekly, but not really, you know, we, we miss a few. We're not shy about taking breaks and then, we kind of just started being ridiculous with the seasons. Every time we take a break, we call it the next season. So like, we're, we're going to be going into season six, <laughs> yeah. even though we're two years old. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, it's, it's
1: everyone's life happens, right? Like yeah. it's, it's hard to schedule uh, everyone together, but, I mean, when you guys do get to there, it sounds to me like you guys have a good time. You know, you were saying that you guys, you know, will even go for drinks and go to eat at the parks together, right? So, I think that's what's
4: important is that you guys, you know, you guys like each other, right? Yeah, you know, like you know, Matt met me out. You know, I was out there last week. Matt met me out at Animal Kingdom. We hung out for a little bit. I had Griffin, who's a listener. He met me two days. I met a guy in person guy from Pittsburgh, I've been talking to him for at least two years. He actually alley me. When the twos came out, from all the off-white twos came out, they did a mm-hmm. t-shirt, the black shirt with the two. He hit it for retail, sold it to me and shipped it across. So I got to meet Brandon. I hadn't, uh, like I said, I've been talking to him for a couple of years when we hung out. And I actually had a extra, an extra virtual queue for Tron, so he w- got to ride Tron an extra time with me. Oh, that's so, amazing! Yeah, so you know, it's just—it's like I said, it's just cool to meet people, and it's—it's it's real. I'm not that concerned about meeting new people, but my my wife always is, and I'm like, well, we're in a theme park. If we don't like him, like, hey, we got a fast pass. We got to go, or we got a reservation. Yeah. <laughs> but we've never—we've never hung out with anybody that we didn't enjoy talking to. Yeah, you know? yeah.
1: And what, you know, I think what's cool is that you have this love for Disney, right? And so it's, you know, that's one of those things that, you know, you're meeting at the park, you guys can share that experience, you being, I want to say vet, right? Like you you go there very often, there might be people that it's their first time, right? Like, and you're just Mm -hmm. sort of meeting new people that listen to your podcast, they probably enjoy the stuff that you guys talk about, but at the same time, they love that they can share their love of disney with you at the park yeah. too which is super mm-hmm. dope so when you went to go see matt at orlando what was that like I, I i'm sure you've been to the orlando park before but do you guys get into this like the anaheim one is better than this or orlando one's better than that like what are those interactions like so in
4: person what i find is the people that have been to both parks see it both sides you, matt and i agree more than we disagree because Matt spends a decent amount of time on the West coast and I've Mm. spent a decent amount of time on the East coast. And so we do, you know, things are obvious, you know, some things, and then you've got a guy like James who has never been to Disneyland. So he can't see anything other than Disney world. Perfect example is bars. We were, we were, I was trying to come up with a comparison of who's has the better bar and, you know, like Disney world has 20, you know, Disneyland's got three. So it's gotta be uh, all right, well, let's pick one. You know, just not not sheer quantity. And so Lamplight Lounge is by far the best one in Disneyland. Mm -hmm. And it's, there's nothing comparable at Disney World. There's great bars at Disney World, but there's nothing comparable to that. And Matt would agree with me, you know, but then we talk about like, you know, the easier thing is like Guardians of the Galaxy. They turned our Tower of Terror into Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout at Disneyland. It's still Tower of Terror at Hollywood Studios, so that's an easy compare. That's one that you know people will take a side on, and they'll you know, most people will die on the hill, you know, because it's you know, <laughs> that's their park or whatever. So it's yeah, which we try to do different things, but like something like Pirates of the Caribbean, the Disneyland version is 10 times better than the Orlando version because it's twice as long, it's got two drops, it's in it, and you know, I always go to the nostalgia. Well, the Disneyland was original, so but you know, then you know they just closed Splash Mountain at disney world disney world's version was way better than disneyland's it was actually version 2.0 and they did a better job with it you know just like magic kingdom is disneyland 2.0 it's bigger it's you know it holds more people you know it's it's built for the crowds disneyland is not built for the crowds so i mean we can talk about that stuff and ruby spent a decent amount of time on both coasts so we usually are pretty objective about things but you like what's in your backyard, you know, what you're familiar with. Sure. And I always, I always say that, you know, Disneyland, it's charming. You can, people will say, well, you know, Walt was there and you can feel it. Disney world is the shiny new version that's commercialized. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. And is that better for some things? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And you know what, the reason why I'm asking is because I actually have a trip planned in September to be on the West coast to visit a friend who lives uh, in Thousand Oaks, but I want to take my son to Disneyland. So it'll be my first time at Disneyland, but I've been to Disney world. I don't want to say hundreds of times, but I've been there many, many times. Right. So, you know, I want to know, like, you know, I was just curious to know if like somebody that strictly goes to Disneyland is going to be biased towards that. Or, you know, somebody that's strictly Dis- Disney world. Is going there's, to be biased.
4: There's, there's certain things that you need to see for sure. Yeah. Okay. You know, I mean, that's the thing. There's certain things you'll need to do. And then some people ask about time. Like if you go to Disney world and you've only got three days, you're going to be running. If you go to Disneyland with three days, you're going to get it all in. You know, there's just not as much because it's not as big.
1: Right. So, I mean, well, I'm excited because, I, you know, I, I wouldn't say, like, I'm a huge, huge Disney fan. Like, I love Disney World. I love Disney, like, just the park itself. I love listening to you guys talk about it, right, and just your love for it. And, I, you know, I, I just hope my son enjoys it, too, because when you go to somewhere like Disney World or Disneyland, your sense of reality is like, you know, it's, it's, you're just put into this
4: fantasy world, which is amazing. And I love that they do that. Yeah, I tell you what, you def- definitely hit me up. I'll uh, I'll give you some some of the must dos and some of the dining things. But yeah, you know, to me, I'm excited there's... about that. The food is what I'm excited about.
1: I'm a huge uh, food guy, and I see you know
4: you post a lot of food stuff too. So I'm you're definitely come back, to- back on that because some people say I don't need to see all your meals, but that's like <laughs> I, I could I could tell you what I can tell you every restaurant because I've been to a mall And yeah, uh, you go to the Blue Bayou. That's actually a restaurant inside Pirates of the Caribbean, and you watch the ride boats go by. Oh, that's and dope. it's. It's one of two places in Disneyland you can get alcohol, so you can actually have a glass of wine or a beer Ooh. while you're uh, while you're eating uh, fully mignon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i good for that. <laughs> yeah, not, well, you know what? I was, typical corn dog park food.
1: <laughs> no, and that's, you know what? I enjoy those posts because when I went to Disney World, it was always like, you know, we would get a turkey leg or something. You know what I mean? Like we walk yeah. around with
4: a big honking in, piece of meat. The hot thing now is the Berea. They've got the Bria tacos over at Disney, uh, California Venture. Uh, and they've got a burrito sandwich at uh, Disneyland. It's actually at a good spot where you can get a nice table. You've got the Main Street music loop playing. You know, it's a good spot to eat some good food and watch people do little people watching when you're, uh, once you're tired of running around.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. I'm, I'm excited for the food because I see some of the stuff that you post. So hopefully there'll be more posts like that, even though there are some people that don't enjoy those posts. I like those <laughs> posts. <laughs> but yeah, just, uh, I mean, getting back to the podcast though, without giving away too much stuff, like what do you guys have planned for the Kicks of the Castle podcast, you know, in the near future?
4: You know what? We're actually having a, a planning session tomorrow. We're, uh, we're going to jump on a Zoom and kind of talk about the next season, I think that, you know, like I said, I don't know if you guys know, James is actually our social media guy. So I think James and I are thinking about doing a point counterpoint, uh, maybe a weekly thing, and it might just be for Instagram. I don't know if it'll be on the podcast, but uh, we're very good friends, but we enjoy going at it because we have some very different views (laughs) on things. So we can we can argue really good. So that might be coming up. But yeah, I'm not sure exactly what we're gonna do. We, we basically we'll examine the segments of what's working, what's not working.
1: Yeah. Um, like yeah. I said,
4: we've got a pretty vocal Discord and we might, you know, open it up to them, see what they want to talk about. Cause uh yeah, you know, like I said, it's the people are listening what they want to hear. You know, we yeah. you know, we want we want to give it to them. I'm not a big fan of the people who say, Hey, what do you want us to talk about on our podcast? Because we don't need people to do that. But if they're like, Hey, more of this, less of that, mm-hmm. you know, we, we definitely want to listen to that, you know, but if I'm asking people for topics, then that means I'm, I'm not doing my job. Right. Cause you know, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's part of it. Right. I mean, you know, if you know, you have a weekly hour long podcast, if you're not putting in at least an hour prepping the content for it, you're, you're not really doing your job as the as a podcaster. Right. Absolutely. No, I agree. And
1: you know what, I, I, I just love what you guys do I think many would think that, you know, who's listening to a Disney sneaker podcast, but there's a lot of people out there, like you said, you know, and and Trev would agree too. like we talked about it recently, you know, you guys got a huge following and there's lots of people out there that are just excited to hear what you guys have to say and, and just your opinions and just the dynamic that you guys have. So it's awesome just to see that you guys have this and continue success. You guys are into year two coming up,
4: right? Yep. Yep. So, yeah, it's like I said, it's just, it's fun. It's community. I mean, I, you guys build a community as well. And that's what that's what it's all about, right? I mean, you know, no no one's doing podcasting to get rich or, you know, make it, you know, we're doing it. If, you, if you're not doing it because you don't, you know, because you love it, then you're doing it for the wrong reasons. So, you know, it's just a chance to talk with friends. And like I said, we extend that in the discord and it's, it's, you know, it's kind of fun all week long.
1: Yeah, no, that's great advice. And I was, I was just about to ask, you know, what advice do you have for podcasters that are aspiring to do things like that?
4: But you know, yeah. Honestly, on that, share the work because it's a lot of work. You know, I mean, like I said, if Trevor's doing your editing, he knows how much work it is. I'm lucky Matt does our editing now. The way Matt does it, though, he actually does a video edit and then uses the sound from the from that to be our podcast. So he does a full YouTube version of our podcast. Oh, that's interesting.
1: We were also thinking about doing like video as well, but because of all the editing, like how would that work? Maybe we'll have to pick Matt's brain in terms of you need to uh, pick Matt's brain
4: because he does a nice job with it. He does a really nice job with it. Yeah, he does a yeah, good job editing. Yeah. But
1: great words of advice. I mean, yeah, do it because you want to do it and of course, you know, put in the work as as well. Like I think we talked about this recently, Trev, and with Rich too, is that I don't think people understand all the work that goes on behind the scenes, right? for the most part we do sort of just hit record and we talk, but you know, there's getting those guests, right? And you know, preparing the questions and things like that for guests. What do you guys want to talk about? You know, getting those schedules, even just coordinating five of Mm -hmm. us, right? Not even our guests just trying to get us together is it can be difficult sometimes too and then you got the editing and then you got all that other stuff so and there's um,
2: background work that goes into it for us as well like when we run contests kev's the guy that's behind that making sure that all happens getting the graphics together like writing up the like there's a lot of stuff that goes into this that people don't think about like they hear (laughs) they hear your hour hour and a half of the podcast right or they they see the contest post right but they don't see the work that goes into it like i know we've talked about recently with the the contest that we've run, right? You know, Travis, the guy recording all the all the entries, right? We're yeah, always I think, you know...
4: I, I think I hit you up. I'm like, good luck keeping track of all these, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you
2: know, know, that's a good example of one where like you see that we're running a contest, we're recording entries, but like you don't see that like Trev is like two or three times a day having to sit down at his computer and be like, okay, this person has an entry. Are they following us? Yes, yes, yes. And yeah, but yeah, like there's a lot of work. uh, uh, John
4: Ratner posted again.
1: (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Another John Ratner entry. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, but I mean, like it, it, it's it's true. There's there's a lot there's a lot that goes on that people don't see that happen behind the scenes, right? And even for us, we have planning meetings as well, where it's like, okay, here's how we're doing. Here's our plan for the next month. Like you know, at the beginning of the year, we had a planning session where it was like, okay, I want to map out the whole year. Like I want what's going on in January, what's going on in February, and like just just small things, right? August, there's um Mama Day, eight twenty four. So like mm-hmm. stuff like that, right? Like okay. Maybe we try and get a Kobe guest on, you know, like Dunktober, or Mother's Day. Let's try and get, you know, someone on, like small stuff like that, right? Where you want to try and tie back your episodes. We had a list of people like it's okay. Here's some of the people we want to get on. Here's some of the areas we want to touch into on the pod. Like there's a lot that goes into it that people don't see. Yeah.
1: But I think so, what's important is that not to discourage anybody. Yeah. There's a lot of work that goes behind it, but if you want to do it and you're passionate about it, then yeah. it becomes easy. Right. And you have a group of guys or sorry, I don't want to, guys and girls for you guys that, you know, you just genuinely enjoy each other's company. So it kind of makes it easier when you divide that work.
4: Yep. No, that's it. It's a team. And as long as, as long as everybody's pulling their weight, it's an easy lift. Yeah, definitely.
1: But John, listen, I mean, I mean, Appreciate you coming on and sharing all this with us, man. Like, I'm excited to be in on Disneyland. I'm definitely going to hit you up. Hopefully, we'll get a chance to meet in person uh, if you're available. Absolutely. But no, I just love what you guys do in terms of just the sneakers and the
2: Disney stuff together. Yeah. I'm, I'm just bummed, Trev. We didn't get to talk any golf, man.
4: Let's talk golf. We
2: can talk golf now if you want. What's your go-to <laughs> golf sneaker?
4: Well, you know, I was going to say what I'm most excited about is I got the, the East Side Golf Highs. I got those for Christmas. The Jordan 1s or... The Jordan ones, yeah. So I'm 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 excited to break those out. But that was one of the oops. I got the Chicago one lows from Matt. He he hit those for me. So I've got those. Ooh, in the rotation. That's a good one. Well, I've got the fours, the white cement fours. I've got the uh, fire red fives. So I've got some nice Jordans in my collection. I'm not that into the sixes. What are, have you seen? The sixes? Are you? Uh, Is there a six a golf, golf shoe?
2: Six?
1: They low. got a six low.
4: Six low. Oh, okay,
2: okay.
4: Um, yeah, I'm not.
2: I, six lows just don't do it for me. Same with five. One of the the gripes I really have with this, you want to know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of a lot of the lows that they do for golf shoes. So Jordan One lows. That's valid, the exception. I think that's a good shoe. Like, I think that's a good golf shoe. And personally, actually, that's one of the most comfortable golf shoes. Like I, everyone who watches my Instagram just from now until October, November, my account will be a golf account. So if you don't like that, unfollow me now. But Tony, you,
4: you need to get the swing tracer app. I want to I want to start seeing where those balls are going. I don't want to see you swing the club. I want to see where they're going. Man,
2: that stuff is expensive, but I, <laughs> I'm like, I would love to get that swing tracer just to have that for a video. That would be so cool. Those videos those that I posted, excuses. John. Yeah, I, <laughs> those videos I posted, John, actually, we I've been trying to break down my driver's swing. I can't tell you the in depth conversations I've been having with buddies about my swing, like pausing the video, sending me screenshots. Here's where your hands and wrists are. And <laughs> that's... Anyway,
1: but what that's about, like... what about if you set the camera up behind you on a, on a, the next T box and you can see well, where you're. And that's where
4: the swing tracer, they actually have an app yeah. that if you set it up behind you, it'll run a highlight of where the ball flight wow. is, or where the ball flight is. <laughs> so so if, you see like on, if you see
2: on like any golf tour, like any golf game, like any professional golf game, they'll show the shot tracer. That's yep. basically what they're using.
3: Which So how much is the Swing
2: Tracer app? I believe there's a, I think I looked into it. It was like, it was either like a couple hundred dollars for the app or it was like Ooh. a monthly fee that added up to that where it was like 20 or 30 bucks a month where I was like, I don't know if I want it that much.
1: <laughs> That's not even that bad. How dedicated are you, Trevor? Come on.
3: Yeah, tread. that's right, let's, cheaper, let's, than, <laughs> that cheaper than a monthly gym cost, and we know you don't buy it. Use one of those.
2: Well, let's put it this way. <laughs> if I was going to spend a couple hundred dollars on something, I'd rather buy a new club. Oh, <laughs> well, You okay, do, do that anyways.
3: <laughs> Don't act like you're not going to do that anyways. You're making excuses. <laughs>
2: I'm not saying I won't buy a new club. I bought a new putter this year. I bought a fairway wood. But, you know, like a lot of those are used. And anyways, yeah. But the, anyways, getting back to my original point, the Jordan 1 Lowe's to me are one of the most comfortable golf shoes. And I walk a lot when I play golf. Like if I play a longer course and I'm out with some buddies, I'll take a cart. But a lot of the times when I play smaller courses, I'll walk 18 to 27 holes in a day. So, for me to say that the Jordan 1 is a comfortable shoe, it's like, it's really comfy. I compare it almost to a free run, personally. Hold
3: hold on here, though. Hold on. Trev also runs or walks like a Tyrannosaurus Rex, so his (laughs) heels never touch the ground. So, he doesn't need any support or cushioning in the back. He just needs the flexibility in the toe box. (laughs) I'm
2: going to tell you right now, my calves, because of that, are huge. <laughs> Some people go to the gym and work out calves. I work out calves on a daily basis. yes, yeah. 365 <laughs> days a year, baby.
1: Every time every single time he takes a step, he's working that's awesome. I was, was going to say I, cause I walk
4: a, I walk a ton too. So there's a course that's like 3 miles from my house. It's a nine hole only. And you can go late rate. It's 20 bucks to walk. So I'll go hit that in the in the summer. I'll I'll do that weekly with my buddy and my and my son golfs too. So I'll take my son out there. But I, I walk a ton and like I said, th- those ones are just they're just a great shoe to walk in. I don't I don't know why they're so good. The fives are a little chunky, but you know, those dropped first, right? Those came out yep. right before the pandemic. Those dropped in 2020, like in yep. March. Yep. And so I grabbed them because, you know, like, oh hey, a Jordan golf shoe, you know, that's actually affordable. Because before I think they had like the threes that were like five or six hundred bucks i don't know when they dropped a few years ago but so and i think pat perez i don't know if you follow him he's one of the few jordan brand golfers and so he actually leaked pictures of the fours when he was showing his fives so i knew those were coming the next year and those were those were a must-have and those those are great shoe to walk in they're they're not bad the problem is like i wear a low sock and the tab on the four gets you in the heel so you gotta wear a little higher sock
2: <laughs> you have the uh which fours do you have john the um uh, the white cement. The, the white cements? Yeah, so I, ha- yeah. I have the white cements as well. I don't mind that shoe. I agree. It's it's a lot soft. I think Kev, you you I've shown you those before when I've dropped something off to you or something like that, right?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that
2: so the midsole is actually a lot softer than a regular Jordan, which people don't wouldn't see. But that's my big thing with the Jordan golf shoes, is I like, find they tweak things too much. So it's a five low or a six low. You're not getting like an original Jordan golf shoe, which for me like Fives aren't my favorite shoe. I don't know that I'd wear them on a golf course. Same thing with a six, but it just doesn't feel like the lows just feels I don't love the look of a lot of the lows. So for me, the ones look really good. And the fours, the other problem for us up here is that we get pretty crappy weather at the beginning and end of our season. So it's not always ideal those jordan golf shoes for us i'll say the ones are pretty good because they're like an all-leather shoe so they clean yeah you can wipe easy. them down exactly very easy to clean those fours mine are like um they're like an orange color now
4: <laughs> I, w- I was riding in a golf cart and i went through a puddle and it sprayed right in the <laughs> mesh area oh and so i don't I, you know they're they're they kind of got ruined a little bit but you know i cleaned them up the best i could but I think the exciting thing is is that they continue to drop one lows even this year, Agreed. which maybe tells me that that's going to be a thing that they're always going to have one lows. Yeah. Might be yeah. different colors, but that those are in the regular cycle versus where there was one year where it was all fives, then a year when it was all fours. Yeah. You know, this year seems to be the sixth year. And well, what last year was what 12s. I think they had a bunch yep. of 12s dropped last year. Yep. One seemed that maybe they're in the rotation and we'll see those every year, which is exciting to me because they are a very comfortable shoe. Agreed.
2: They are a really good golf shoe. I know um our, our friend, uh, Ryan Rushy Grant, he doesn't golf anymore, but he's a big, like, with our weather, you should just be going out and getting a pair of foot joys and just using those, right? <laughs> he's not wrong. He's he's really not wrong. So, But the Jordan 1 golf shoe is just a really good all leather shoe, cleans really nicely. If you get it in, like, a darker color, I know a lot of them have some white on it. If you get it, like, I have, the pair I have is the shadow ones, Lowe's.
4: And I I don't think the leather's that great on them. I mean, I think, it's, but yeah. which I think which makes them easier to clean. I think.
2: Yeah, agreed. I think the only thing you have to worry about if you wear them a lot is I have a pair of the um, oh, like five or six years ago they released the um, the Air Max One golf shoe. I uh, was and they did the anniversary yeah. red, so mm-hmm. it was like a small tweak to the anniversary. But yeah, they released that, and I um, that was one I had to like. It's currently cracking in the toe box where the crease is. So I'm, uh, I'm very careful when I'm wearing those now. Well, oh, you got the east side there.
4: Yeah. And so so I'm, for those who are not watching, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is only a podcast, but yeah, the this is a really cool shoe, but it is noticeably pleathery. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's what makes it easy to clean. You know, is that yeah. that's, that's definitely a step down in leather quality. The other thing I love is that they got the metal ag- aglets, mm-hmm. but these laces are so damn short. There's no way I can lace this all the way up to the top. So I'm going to be... Uh. I'm probably going to be two two holes down when I tie these off. So they're basically <laughs> going to be a mid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, definitely looking forward to taking these bad boys out. So my wife picked these up for Christmas for me. So I'm uh, very excited. Shout out to
2: Eastside <laughs> Golf because they are doing really great things. I love to see it. There's a documentary that's on um, Disney Plus for us up here. I think it's Hulu for you guys in the States. Yes. Yeah, they have an amazing story and I I really want a pair of those twelve lows from them. But uh that five hundred dollar price tag on any resale market is is
4: tough. I'd like to get the uh the one lows, just the street shoe that they had. Um yes. one of the one of the guys from the Discord has a pair of those and he he's been rocking those. Mm-hmm. But that's that's a nice shoe. It's a, a lifestyle shoe, not a golf shoe. Yeah, but uh, they've got some good stuff. I got the I ended up picking up what well, they had a Jordan golf hat, so I was able to grab that off their site. Stuff's a little spendy. Definitely yes. a little spendy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: I will say my one thing with golf shoes, for me personally at least, is that they get destroyed. Especially for us with the bad weather. Like I have a pair of Roche Run golf shoes, so the, the spiked versions. Nice leather on them and everything, but I picked them up at a Nike outlet for I think it was 40 bucks. So like nothing crazy, right? But I just wear those things when the weather's bad, right? They're like mostly green color, so you get the mud on them. They're easy to clean off. The white midsole, obviously, but again, not hard to clean that. I just have a really hard time spending money on like a Jordan. Like I was just saying that Eastside Golf 12 low is a beautiful shoe, but it's like for 500 bucks for something that I know that I'm just going to destroy. It really breaks my heart.
4: I (laughs) didn't know they were that expensive. I thought they kind of, I thought they were a little bit easier to get.
2: That's probably in Canadian dollars, John. I think I've seen them between like, Somewhere between four and five hundred bucks, so it might be a little cheaper for you guys, but yeah, it's just it's a lot of money for something that I know is just gonna get wrecked.
4: Oh, the low. Let's see. Okay.
2: Oh, sorry. Yes, the low, the low golf shoot, not the high one that they did the uh, the basketball.
4: Yeah, one not the mud, not the mud one. Yeah, no, this no, it's size twelve by for four ninety nine USD. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Which, yeah in Canada is nope. going to be a little bit more
4: probably around this. Yeah, I'm not going I'm not going to spend that money either. No, I get yeah. you. It's, well, especially there's so many 12 lows. I mean, they did the 12 low as a playoff. Mm-hmm. And yep. those are under retail.
2: Yeah, cherries as well.
4: Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, maybe I'll think about getting that this year. I don't although I might just buy another uh, I, I might just buy another one low. That might be my next thing. I, I just got to get out there. Like I said, I've I've been having some shoulder problems. I, I got a new three wood for Christmas, and I'm I'm dying to try that out. So, I would say within the next week, I'll I'll go out and walk nine just to see how see how it works. Yeah. Um, well,
1: most definitely. importantly, the golf course flex or what is it called? Golf course flex? Is that would. Uh, oh, yeah. Flex? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so so yeah, I, I
4: I think I started that last summer based off of your guys's grocery store flex. Yeah. And <laughs> I think I was in Palm Springs and I just went ahead and started doing it. Cause I know that Trev played golf. So that's, yeah, yeah that was a, see, I, I copy from anybody. You got something. Mm-hmm. You copy. <laughs> He's just going to rip
1: it off. <laughs> no, but I, I love that you guys did that. And you know, for those of you that enjoyed this evolving into Trev and John's golf shoe review, <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you follow them and check out their golf shoes because like what Trev said, when I was golfing, like I, I don't golf much anymore, if that at all, it was just basically uh, a pair of, you know, Callaways that look like uh wingtips. And now you can yeah, wear air maxes. You can wear Jordans. You can wear, I don't know. There's so many great golf shoes now that are, they look yeah. like sneakers. So maybe I might have to take up golf again, just so I can rock some golf
4: sneakers. <laughs> It'll be like, it's like the, if you know, you know, you'll get some guy go out there like, what yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last, I love it. Last year, John, I was trying to get Kev to to jump back into golf, and I was trying to convince him to buy a pair of Air Maxes to get him to start golfing again. I'm like, just buy the the Air Max golf shoes. Like, you, come on, like you'll get them, and then you'll want to
4: wear them, and you can go golfing, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Like, the key is, how old are your kids? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, my son's only my son's. uh He's gonna be eight in July. Yeah, you don't have time. You, you'll have time to golf in about. Eight more years, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Good point. <laughs> like you said, you know, you get that one, you get that span, span of time where you just, just, whatever your kids are doing, that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Your friends are the parents of your kids' friends. And like that's yes. like, that is a section of your life. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. We missed
3: one thing though. Uh, Rich isn't here to mention. He's going to pick up golfing now that uh, Adidas has a golf shoe.
2: The Ultra Boost golf shoe. I'll be interested for someone to tell me, not for me to get, for someone to tell me how those
4: play. Yeah. My buddy had this superstar golf shoe and he said they were all right, but uh, he had to put a shoe stretcher in them because they were a little narrow.
2: yeah that makes sense some of them can be a little bit narrow sometimes they fit weird too i know when i when i bought those roche runs i was looking at a couple other pairs because they had basically every nike golf shoe nothing under i think i think 60 or 70 was the most expensive you were going to pay for them so i was trying a couple of them on see if i was going to get something else and honestly there were some of them some of the more expensive ones honestly fit really weird on my foot 12 was yeah. too too big like it was too wide in the toe box and 11 and a half was too tight so right sometimes that's just how they fit but i gotta echo the same thing that I'm, I'm i'm happy to see that you can see sneakers on the golf course now it's it's real nice because i used to have kind of what you were talking about kev that quote-unquote wing tip it was yes. an adidas golf shoe for me at the time but you know when i got those air maxes i started to feel a little bit more comfortable on a golf course let's just put for it sure. that way i agree yeah dope. Dope. dope yeah john awesome man thanks for uh, jumping on we appreciate it i'm very excited to see your golf course flexes coming up soon
4: all right. <laughs> Let's like say good talking to you guys. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, man. Any shout outs for us before we head out? Um, you know what? Uh, yeah. Go I, a, can I can want to shout it. out my boy, Matt. It's his birthday. Happy birthday, Matt. Disney. Oh, High happy East. birthday. Yes. Happy birthday, Matt.
1: I'll just shout out parlor 23 again. I know we we've done a couple times. Their event uh, this past weekend was dope as fuck, man. Like it was amazing. Jaron, shout out to him. Shout out to Joel. And shout out to everyone that just made it out as well. They just do so much amazing stuff for the community. Their merch was amazing. Um, Just a space. Everything that they did was super dope. Had an amazing time. Looking forward to more
2: great events with Jaren, Joel, and Parlor 23 Kali, any shout outs?
1: I
3: mean, shout out Juan for always holding it down and having packages sent to his uh, crib, you know?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) I will shout out, so we were just on a live with uh, DJ Monte Carlo. So shout out to him for having uh, myself, Rich, and Kev on. He was a previous guest of ours. I believe he was episode... Uh, I don't even remember what the episode is. I don't have it it (laughs) off the top of my head. I think it was around 77 or something like that. I think it's around 77. But And since Rich is in here, I'll shout out the guest, John. Thanks for joining us, man. I'm not into Disney the same way you guys are, but I do listen to your podcast every week. I I was trying to get this in there, but Ruby was a fantastic addition to your podcast she fit in so seamless and she was a great addition she's very personable and i was concerned that that something was going on with her that he wasn't on there but i'm glad to hear everything's okay with her
4: irv's still the homie but uh we definitely love ruby she's she's actually a great person and you know her fiance luigi i've met him several times now great guy so uh it's just part of the family it's it's mm-hmm. awesome
2: yeah and i appreciate matt as he's a he's a great co-host for the uh for the pod so yeah i do enjoy you guys every week like i'm, I'm not as into the disney thing but i do enjoy listening to you guys every week you got a good crew there Kind of kept talked about this and it's a really good crew to listen to like you guys are enjoyable to listen to so appreciate you coming on with us as always, you can find us on Instagram at InKicksWeTrust. Make sure to use the hashtag InKicksWeTrust for a potential feature, and you can find me on Instagram at trevsky 63 Juan's not here, but you can find him at 321. Message him about travel and kicks. Mainly Jordan ones but everything's fair game. Ah, you killed it. I hadn't done that in a while. I was afraid I was yeah. going to mess it up, but I got it. <laughs> no, you
1: got it. Bang on. Kevin, where can I find you? Uh, you can also find me on Instagram, Kevin K Man.
2: Collie, where can we find you?
3: you can find me on IG at the Hollywood life.
4: Rich
2: is also not here but you can find him on Instagram at grail status 13 and John where can they find you and let them know where they can find your podcast as well.
4: Uh you can find me on Instagram at weekends with Walt and you can find us uh the podcast on Instagram at uh, kicks at the castle.
2: Awesome. John man we appreciate you. This was a lot of fun. Guys, everyone stay safe and be well. We'll see y'all next week.